What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Sporadic. My name is Mike Sparando. Um, if you are listening on any streaming platforms, please um, hit the subscribe button and rate us five stars. If you're going to rate us anything less than five stars, please don't even bother. Um, if you're listening on YouTube and watching the visual, please give this video a big thumbs up and hit that subscribe button. Help me out. Let me know in the comments what you like, what you don't like, um, and any questions you may have about me or the guest or the show in general. Um, so we're a couple in so far, and uh, I've done about two or three of these, and I'm having fun with it. Like it's uh, it's something that I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying, and it's cool because everybody's stuck in the house. Everybody doesn't have anything to do right now, so might as well just try to knock these out, see where I could go, um, and see what I could make of it. Because I told myself I wanted to start doing Sundays and Wednesdays uh, for uploads, but I'm like, if this many people want to come on here. I might have to start doing this a lot more. So I might inc increase that to Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, I think. Um, we'll just see. Or maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I don't really know yet. We're only a couple in. But um, I don't want to waste any time. I just want to introduce the guest because I feel like I could talk about stuff and have a solo podcast by myself for a very long time, maybe run 40 to 60 minutes. But we're just going to uh, we're gonna jump right into this one. So again, like and subscribe. <clears throat> so today's guest, he's a creative expressing himself through the thoughts originating inside of his head, slowly transmitted onto over the microphone and made into a song. Signed to YK Collective and creating some of my favorite songs, Electron, Lost Not Found, Alive, Alone in Hills, through five studio albums consisting of Empty Space, Hills, 24, Shadow and Blue Skies, and Bayview, so six, or five. <laughs> relentless hours of grit and grind working long hours and then coming home to perfect his craft in the studio it's sean valley hell yeah man this the jam is this the video or just the audio right now this is the audio we're gonna uh, jump nice, into the video man. in a second awesome man Hey, what's hey. going on, Sean? How you doing? Well, dude, first and foremost, thanks for having me, Mike. Um, I think what you're doing is awesome, honestly. Uh, I I actually been I I was just on YouTube trying to find the uh, YouTube account. I'm gonna have to try again. But uh, yeah, dude, honestly, what you're doing right now is sweet, dude. And uh, I hope I hope it does grow because it's a good thing for what's going on right now in the world and you're you're still bringing people together so it is a cool thing what you're doing i appreciate that man and it's 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 nice that we have the technology to do this because if you think a lot of podcasts people are meeting in person but we have the ability to do this from our houses uh, although we are relatively close to each other i want to say maybe 20 minutes away mm -hmm. um at the same time we could sit in the comfort of our home and do this at uh at our own pace our own time our own date so it's nice Definitely. Um, so I want to say what's up. Um, I, I know that I, I have a ton to talk about with you, but how's that, how's life been so far since the quarantine started? Because I know a lot of people are stuck in their houses. A lot of people are going stir crazy, but then some people are kind of enjoying it because they work all the time. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. A lot of people around me who are off are enjoying being off right now because I feel like a lot of people are busy constantly. So you got to take the negative and turn it into a positive and, you know, do productive things. So for me, I've just been keeping up with what I usually do. You know what I mean? The only difference is I'm not going into work right now. So 
but other than that, I'm still being creative as much as I can with what we can do. You know what I mean? Like I can't go out and rent equipment or anything like that. But like you said, like we, we have equipment already and stuff. So I just been doing what I've always been doing. And, um, it is weird because I had like, I haven't seen anyone in a while, you know what I mean? But, um, I don't know. I'm okay with that. I'm kind of like a lonely person anyway, as is. And I'm okay with that. Like I, I like being alone and I like being creative. So. And we're going to, we're going to get into that later in the podcast because I do have a couple things I want to talk about regarding that, because, um, I, I feel like it depends on the social media site, but I feel like specifically Twitter, you voice your thoughts a lot definitely, and, and you remind me a lot and you're from your style to the way that you handle yourself a lot. Like rest in peace, Mac Miller. You really wow. do. Thanks man. Um, I appreciate that. And I, I've seen it over the years that your, your music has evolved into something where I, I felt like at first it was, it was a lot more hip hop rap. And then mm-hmm. I feel like it's been getting into like rhythm and blues and pop and, or not mm-hmm. even pop, but like rhythm and blues slash hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, how has your music style like evolved over the years? Um, obviously I told you how I feel about it, but like, how do you, how do you see it coming from your standpoint? And do you think that it's something that like, this is a style that you want to keep up or do you want to constantly be changing and trying different things? Yeah, man. Um, great question. So I think, uh, my style has changed because of, collaborating more with people so like i've been working with more producers more personal level type stuff you know what i mean so like you said like back in the day it was more hip-hop based and stuff and that was most mostly because you know you go on youtube you get a beat you download it and uh you write to it and you make a song and yeah i i definitely i definitely wasn't influenced by like the whole mac miller movement and all that kind of stuff for sure so I just naturally went into to rapping, but yeah, over time, just working with producers who are musically gifted, you, it opens up the door so much. And, you know, I fiddle with the piano and stuff too. So like I will come up with random riffs and stuff and, and send them out. But that, right. that's the, that's the thing that's changed now is it's much more organic than it used to be. It's not just going on YouTube and finding a beat or going on a beat website and, but that still is okay to do for sure. Cause then you're supporting uh, producers that you don't even know you're leasing beats and all that kind of 100%. stuff. But yeah, but it just, over time it just evolved into me just, you know, trying to find a lane that, that can stick out from the others. But at the same time, yeah, I do sound f- f- familiar to other artists, but I think that's okay. I think that's like the whole learning thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think it's just from working with, the producers much more close has helped me to grow as an artist at this point, you know? No. And I, and I get that. And it's, it's cool to see where you started because like you said, you started by, uh, I guess like in a sense, like leasing people's beats and like, getting, yeah. like finding that. And like, from my own experience earlier today, even like I was making a song and I, I yeah. bought somebody's beat. I bought their, their wave file of it. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Um, but but it's cool because it helps out them and then it helps out the, the individual trying to create the song. And Definitely. Like, who knows? If that thing pops off, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%, man, for sure. Now, I, I want to I backtrack a second. The first time that I saw you or saw like heard you was a, a song from Joey V. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I I I am drawing a blank on the name of the song, but you were a feature on it. I think I th- it was a remix. I think it was a Drake um song. Um, you were on the from, roof. I think I remember it was, the music it was started from the bottom. Remix, Joey V. That's what it was. Let me yeah. pull that up a second. Yeah, go for um, it. Man. I haven't seen that in a long time. Because when I heard that, I go, who is this guy? Because you sounded very familiar to somebody else that I knew. And well, it was... Uh, yeah, those, those are definitely the, the classic days for sure. Those were, like, the, those were the Kid Sean days for sure. For sure. Oh, 100%. And then, like I said, we're going to get into yeah. how you uh, evolved your name and everything. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm going to share my screen right now. Uh, share screen. Chrome. All right, we're just gonna skip to your. Oh card. man, it's been a while since I've seen this for sure. Are you ready for this? You no, no beard. Back. Get ready for the no beard. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. That's Joey V, guys. If you don't know who that is. <laughs> that green shirt man everything was green yeah <laughs> that was a funny line. Good long verse here. Yeah, yeah. So, from that alone, that is first crazy, off, man. How did you get on the building? <laughs> That's um, I know. <laughs> so, long story short, I lived near train tracks, and this is the industrial boulevard right Ooh. off of the train tracks there on industrial boulevard it's called and right. um yeah we uh used to skate back there and there's literally just a ladder that goes right up to the or well you climb up like uh maybe like a six foot tall like garage building and then there's like a little ladder and then you eventually go up like two ladders and then you get to this point on the roof and um but it was super sketchy because the cops and just cars in general where I'm at on the screen right there, the street is, is right down there. On the left side, on the left side, like where you're looking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like right down there. And, and you can't, when you're up there, you can't see the cars and the cars I'm, I'm in all greens. So, you know, like <laughs> they, they could, they definitely could. My sister actually years later went up there with her friends and got in trouble, but uh, oh, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I've been up there a ton of times when we were younger, we used to just go up there and, I fl- we actually did another video around there, but uh, yeah, would fly the drone there and stuff. But yeah, it's it's right down the street for sure. Do you um, wait, who was filming this? Chris always. Chris was film. Guys, Chris is his brother. Chris films all of his stuff now. And has Chris always filmed all your stuff? I I from a young age. So we're four years apart. So here I was probably seventeen. Or 18, maybe? Uh, this was in 2013. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so I was I was 18 years old here. Um, so Chris was probably around 14. And yeah, we 
we're not even working with like a DSLR where it's like a digital camera for sure. But uh, yeah, I used to just throw the camera in his hand and just be like, yo, just, just film me rapping. And you know, I actually, I didn't cut this up. I sent the clips to Joey. Oh, this uh, is, you didn't cut this at all. I didn't cut this up. We just, he, he told me what he wanted and I recorded it. And then I sent him the clips and he put the video together. Yeah. Now, obviously since like, since, this was a this was a uh, what was it a cover, but um yeah. if you were looking at yourself and knew yourself then, so like seven years ago, <laughs> what what would you tell yourself to improve or keep the same? All right, well one thing for sure is the the whole green fit needs to not <laughs> you can't it, you you can't clash like that like the green hat and the green shirt's too much green that that's first thing. Guys, um, if, you're, if you're listening to the audio right now, um, I apologize. He he's wearing a green snapback and he's wearing a green hoodie, green long sleeve Volcom hoodie. Yeah, but um, yeah. And the other thing, I I do I have like looked back on this video a few times and I noticed the excuse me, I was very um, my a, a lot too much hand movement. You know what I mean? I I picked that up and like I I dropped it quick because like I would look back at the videos and just be like why am I moving my hands so much? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm throwing the emotion out there, but it's, it's just too, it's too much. You know what I mean? But I didn't know, like I, it's all a learning curve, but when I do watch back my old videos, I do nitpick at that kind of stuff. And it's just, it, it wasn't bad for what it is. It's fun. You know, I was just young having fun. And, uh, but yeah, for sure. Like over the years I, I stopped with, even on, even when I perform on stage and stuff, I try to not be, I try to be more minimal with, the hand movements for sure. Cause it, it almost throws you off away from what I'm saying, at least I think personally, but yeah. So I, when I watch this video, all I'm seeing is my hands flying around. So I would definitely, was this one of your first music videos? And the reason why I asked that is because I feel like anybody when they're trying to present themselves in a visual way for the first time or one of the first times mm -hmm. they, they want to be super expressive as you are right now. Yeah, and like definitely. you said, definitely. looking seven years later now in 2020, um, even when you perform, you said you, mm -hmm. you're very, I don't want to say, I forget what exactly what you said, but you're like, you're, you're not minimal, moving like minimal. minimal. Yeah. It's right. less. You're not moving much. Right. Um, was it i'm assuming this was one of your first videos that you it was it was definitely yeah it was definitely i think before this i had shot um a video for a song called the other side will be better and kev kokenny actually shot that for me is that um and that was yeah it is that's like the the very first thing that's on um my youtube page you got to type in kid sean i'm pretty sure for that one uh, instead of sean valley But yeah, so that, yeah, top one right there. So that was, this was like my first, like. Oh my God, the, the, the blurry and, to the. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and God. You, <laughs> and you know, and you actually notice that we're at the train tracks where we, I just was, but see now I'm on the train later, tracks. Boy. I said, yeah. see you later, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, it, dude, it, these are actually classic, dude. It's crazy that we're. Do you know who Rich Ziano is? I do not. You look identical to him in this. Really? Yeah, I went. I, yeah, I graduated with. Or he graduated. A, I, dude, I did not grow a beard until I was like 21 years old. I'm not even lying. So I was maybe 17, 18 again here, and I'm just, you know, a kid Sean. Nothing wrong with that. I had a mustache yeah. in fourth yeah. grade, but yeah, I, you know, I just had like the JB hair, but I was rapping. 
It sounds like yeah. me now. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> so, I'm still it, so, so it's so it's all like glitchy and stuff, you know. But yeah, this was probably one of the first ones that we did shoot for sure. That's great, and that was 2011. So, from yeah. what I from what I found, and again, if I'm wrong, correct me. The the earliest stuff I could find from you was from six years ago. So six years ago, that was 2013, 2014. Uh-huh. Were you releasing on YouTube before you were releasing on SoundCloud or no? Yes, 100%. I actually have um, a secondary YouTube channel where it has like my old, old stuff. Um, I think it's, yeah, CYK Collective too. It was, hold on, hold on, hold on. But yeah, th- th- this was like, that video that was just on was the first video on this account. So everything that I was, I was releasing on YouTube before SoundCloud for sure. That's crazy. And you even have your, your performance from the voltage lounge. Uh, I, yeah. I, I have that up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we listened to a couple things that you did um, a long time ago, tw- uh, 2011 to mm-hmm. 2013. Now I, I want to I wanna play this a second. Throw it on, man. Now, this, this is one of my favorite songs by you. Thanks, man. Um, just the visual to the lyrics. Everything's just good. I want to I wanna jump to the hook. Go for it. So for people that don't know, that's that's the Ben Franklin Bridge. Yes, yes. (laughs) That'd be really bad if that. And (laughs) and that and that scene was before they built like a hotel right in the way of the city. So it's it's a classic. Like right behind me and Kev in the middle of us, there's like a big hotel right there now. So it it does block the view. And that was before Comcast too. So it it's a very classic shot. Time ago. Yeah, very classic. But yeah, the song's definitely important. Yeah, so Sean went from this. To this. That he released two hours ago. Mm-hmm. Called Lifted. Go check it out. YK Collective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is also my first time watching this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where did you record this? When or where? Oh, where? In my garage. Really? Yes, sir. Did, did yes, you sir. set? Did you set up like uh, black sheets around the garage? Yes, I did. Yep, yep. I um, I've had this idea for a while. Um, for forever, honestly. I, th- me and Chris even have a video that's very similar to this called "Cast It." But um, yeah, dude, I've. I've wanted to do this and this song was so like, it's so underwhelming, but it's so like overwhelming at the same time. And like, I just figured 
with quarantine and stuff, like you can't really do much public stuff besides fly a drone over a lake. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I set it up in there and I, I put the camera in Chris's hands like I always do. And I said, dude, do this. And even, even going back to the expression thing, like you, you look closed off in this video as you're sitting mm-hmm. there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm in an empty space. That's awesome though. And yeah. Chris, again, recorded this. How's, how does he, obviously he plays a big role in everything that mm-hmm. you do, mm-hmm. but um, that's such a cool shot. Yeah. But yeah. um, how, how can I word it? How is the, like the, obviously you guys are brothers, but like yes, when, when it comes to like shooting and stuff, mm-hmm. how's the relationship with that? Like do you guys clash a lot on ideas yes. or is it like, well, we, we just clash in general. Okay. We will, we argue a lot when we're shooting uh-huh. because, because I, first off, I, I was just talking to him before this and uh, he wants, he wants to get on this. So keep yeah, I'll have him, I'll have him reach out and book something, but um, okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, when we shoot, we do clash. Um, so what normally happens with video stuff is I go to him with an idea. And then at this point, since he, you know, did the whole film school and stuff like you did, um, he's just like, you need to make a storyboard for me. You you have to, you have to write it out at this point. And uh, I hate those things. They are the worst. They they made me do them. And when I went to film school, Mm-hmm. And then they, and then the second thing they did was they asked me what my favorite movie was. I hated doing both <laughs> and answering both. So yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. So I yeah. switched to media production. Yeah, but, no um, doubt. No doubt. It sucks. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I never did that. And, and that's why we'd clash a lot back in the day because we'd go out. I'd just be like, all right, let's go shoot a video. And we'd go out and shoot something. And it would just be, you know, like me, rat, like there wouldn't be concept or or anything deeper than just a shot of me rapping and then it being chopped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it turned into a point where he's going to school for this stuff and I'm still sitting here like, Oh, let's shoot a video, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, it came to a point where it was just like, you need to, you need to at least if you're not going to storyboard, you need to at least pitch me your idea. And so at this point, you know, I, I go to him like, Chris, I have this idea. I want to be in this empty space. It needs to be black. We got to set up the black backdrop. Right. And I, I want it to be very personal because the song's emotional. Right. And I, I need your help because you know everything about lighting. And, and that's pretty much, you know, how this one came about. I set you're- it up and I call him in and he, he does it. Oh, and so I, you're the one setting it up too. I yeah, so like I I'm I'm directing, but then once I sit in the seat or sit in front of the lens, then he's directing, you know, he's like turn this way or be more like this in this shot, you know? So he I I'll direct him of like how I want something and then so pretty much I write it, you know, even right. if it's just the idea presenting it to him, I'm I'm writing the story and then he get he kind of gets the idea and he you know, puts me in front of the camera and then we figure it out from there. We'll do a shot. I'll look at it. I'll be like, yeah, that's it. Or he'll suggest to do a few more shots of something. And that's how we, our flow is going recently. Cause I remember a couple of years ago when I actually came over, this is one of Sean's songs. That's why I'm wearing this. Yeah. Lost um, not found. But I, when I came over to pick this up, I remember that you guys were both outside. Mm-hmm. And if I remember right, I, I asked, I was like, Oh, what are you guys up today? And you were shooting something. You you're, you guys are always shooting. Yeah. And 
it's uh it it fascinated me because to have a brother mm -hmm. to shoot all your stuff mm -hmm. yeah you guys might clash but you are saving a ton of money mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. because if you Definitely, ask somebody is somebody to shoot a video that he's doing yeah um and i'm is he editing or are you editing it uh i i mostly edit um and then i'll present him like a, a render of something or a bounce out and he'll overlook it and then just because he shot it he'll be like no nah, there's there's a different shot that could work better you know what i mean so like i mostly get in the zone i'll be up all night editing and then in the morning or something or the next day i'll have him come look at it and he'll be like you gotta you gotta fix this it's good but you gotta you gotta tweak this so then he's overlooking me you know it's, it's such a weird back and forth thing throughout so our he's, he's directing and you're editing everything yes i all i, I I don't, I don't know if he's ever edited anything, but he, he will sit down with me and be there while I'm editing, but I'm usually the one, you know, cutting the have, clips up and stuff. Cause I'm quick with it. Have you ever like outsourced, uh, someone shooting, meaning like, uh, other than Chris? Yeah. Yeah. I've shot with, um, with Kev Kilkenny a few times, my, my homie Kev, who's on okay. Electron there. And, yeah. um, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing his thing shooting. And yeah, we've done alone, the music video alone he shot. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up editing it because I, I again, I had that like, vi like when I had that vision for the video, it's someone will shoot it. And then since I have the vision so strong, I can chop it up so quick. You know what I mean? Like instead, no, of, I, someone, I instead of someone sitting there and like chopping it up and then I'm like, no, 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 I want this. Like give me the footage type stuff and then I'll do what I need to do with it. Right. But I, yeah, I love this video. Kev shot the shout out. Kev kill content. Kev. That's my homie. Was this in uh, Tyler? Mm -mm. This is actually up at um, like around Lake Nakamixon, mm. which is upper Lake Bucks. Pass you right. a little bit. Right. Yeah, the colors on this is like past Tyler Park. Yeah, this was shot on a on a Sony. So. We, me and Chris are usually shooting on Canon, so yeah, every. I'll Canon tell you what, obviously, I with, with with everything that I've seen so far with Sony and stuff, mm -hmm. I was talking to. If you guys don't know, I shoot real estate photography and video, um, and some guy, full out in a three-hour conversation on the phone about a week ago, convinced me to get a Sony. My next camera will be a Sony, um, and with the lens, it's going to be like forty-one hundred dollars. Wow. Nuts. But the, the camera's a powerhouse. It is. It is. It's, uh, and, and it's lightweight, too. That's the crazy thing. Oh, my thing. God. Like Kev, I don't know if he still does. I haven't worked with him in a, in a little bit. But, um, you know, he had, like, a little handheld gimbal instead of a big DJI Ronin, you know, two-hand gimbal. And that's right. what's cool about them Sonys. You can put them on. They're lighter. They're just lighter. And they're powerful. So I think it's a good investment for sure. I would love to do that too. I just don't have the funds currently. And with everything that's going on, it's... Oh my God, it feels like... Got to work with what you got. Everything's been on a standstill. And yeah. You know, one, one thing that I've been struggling with, everyone that I've talked to, like that's a creative, <clears throat> they, ex is, except musicians, um, like specifically photo and video people, they've been, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm going back and editing old photos and stuff. Mm. I don't know about you. I, I personally... I'm the only person I know that can do this. I, I don't like going back and editing old stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't like posting old stuff. Um, yeah. if, if it was something that was 
um memorable like uh like family or something yeah or or something like, like that or let's say like i took a photo of someone and god forbid they passed away right um like a celebrity or something i would post that I would yeah right, respect. right right but right. i can't i was talking to somebody the other day and they're like yeah during the quarantine i don't really have much to do so i'm going through my old hard drives mm. i'm like old hard drives how many years is that they're like, <laughs> they're like four or five years ago yeah oh god I, I could do that with video i i could go back definitely and, definitely to make like a montage of like old stuff and stuff yeah but. and it's cool it's cool to see how you shot what you shot and mm-hmm. what you were thinking during that moment in time but like these people were talking about going back to the old photos and I, I get it from like a certain perspective, but like, I would never yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I totally understand what you're saying for sure. Yeah. Like something I think that would be cool that I don't think a lot of people are doing, and maybe you could even do this um, is like, what if you went back a couple years and tried to combine two songs together that you made mm-hmm. on one beat? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I, as long as there, I do have songs that are even on iTunes that I'm just like, and Spotify that I'm just like, oh God, but I, I'm not going to take them down. It's just, it's just the way it goes. It's like you've made music before and you look at it and, but like, so I, I would, I definitely would consider doing that kind of stuff. I have like with lost, not found, I would love to uh, even turn that into um, with one of my producers into like more of like a less acoustic and more like, you know, instrumental type song and, and add to it and stuff and rebuild off of it. But it definitely would be um, only songs like that, that are, that are like deeper meaning. I, I definitely want to go back to like w- what we were just on, like the other side. Well, actually I would, I would long story short with this one. Um, my cousin for that song that you just had on the other side will be better. Uh, his buddy learned it on guitar and uh, he's, he was playing it at Christmas and I was just like, like he was showing me the video and he's like, dude, you should, you should sing over this again. I'm like, what, bro? I can't even remember the lyrics from that. It was so long ago. But yeah, I mean, it, it depends if the, if I, I just don't think I would at this point because I love so much just creating new stuff. Like you said, with your photo stuff, it's just like, it, it's there, it exists, but I, I want to make new stuff and, and keep going forward a lot. Cause a lot of my songs are, like when you listen back, it's me reflecting on something that happened. And it's just like, once I move on from that, like, I don't want to really look back at that anymore, but the song can stand as is, you know, but for like lost, not found, I definitely would consider like going back on that song at least. And, uh, making the instrument, like the song's great as it is, but it would be cool to maybe even do like an EDM version of it or something. Cause my producer that would be does, pretty cool. My producer does do that kind of stuff. He just did a uh, Kelly's TikTok song. Kelly's and, his sister, guys. Yeah, Kelly, my sister. Uh, she goes by Kelly Nicole with uh, music. But um, yeah, man, he's a great producer. But yeah, so I would I would consider it, but it has to be a song that like I really really like, or else I'm just like all my old stuff. Even on SoundCloud, if you scroll down to the bottom, it's just like yeah, they're there, but they're old to me. You know, they might not be old to someone else who's new to it. You know, but for me, it's it's weird because I'm the, I'm the one who created it so long ago, and it's. I don't really like looking back too much, you know. One one last thing, and then I want to go into I want to jump into a segment. Mm-hmm. Um, if so, we talked about how you had five albums, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now think about this. I don't want you to just spit an answer at me. If you could erase one album from ever being created, which created, which one would it be? Wow. Um, 
So, well, so here's the deal. Are we talking about the ones that are on Apple Music and Spotify at this point? Because I do have like old mixtapes and stuff that are still on the internet that like are not. No, like I'm talking like the ones I named in the beginning, like Empty okay. Space, Hill yeah, yeah. 24. Baby yeah. Bloom and them ones. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I actually think about this all the time. Uh, I think uh, as hard as it is for me to say, I think I would probably take away Baby Bloom. I put that out in... Um, I don't know, last July or August or something. And um, it, it's, it's a great EP. It's, it's there. Like there's good music on it, but it was kind of like, I didn't care about that music. Like I, that music was actually like two, three years old, just like what we were talking about. And it just was never released yet. Was it just something to put out to put out? It was just something to put out to put out. I didn't, I didn't really care about it too much. You know what I mean? So I put it out and, uh, I mean, there's there's maybe like two songs on there that I'm like, okay, I I actually like these, like I do like these songs, but there's like ones that are just to me older because they were from two years ago, and I just, you know, I took the the songs and I was like, ah, I'm not gonna let these sit anymore. Let me just throw them out. So that's definitely an EP. It's a good EP. It's it, for anyone who's never heard my music and they listen. That uh, it's it, there is good vibes on there for sure. Um, it's just one that I personally, you know, it, it could have never even happened and no one would have known. And I probably wouldn't have stressed too much. I just, like you said, I kind of just put it out to put it out. But then again, it's like, why even hold the music anyway? You might as well, if you, if you do have it, you should put it out unless you're really like not into the song anymore or do the, do the numbers though play a factor for you because i feel like some people put out like i'm i'm not going to name the person but i'm specifically thinking of somebody and you probably know who this is um where mm -hmm. they put something out and they don't see the response mm -hmm. that they probably intended for it to have does that play mm -hmm. do you think that plays mm -hmm. like a a role with your music where you're like yo i don't think that i should have released this so Dude, what a great question, because this is another one that I think about all the time. Um, when I was like, when I was younger and my mindset was different, I'm 20. I'm, am I 26? No, I'm 25. I'm 25. Jeez. Come on, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, jeez, man. Um, when I was younger, definitely numbers always mattered to me. And I was just like, you know, I, I wanted to get numbers because I wanted to... I wanted to be famous. You know what I mean? Um, it's definitely changed. My mindset about everything has changed like a lot. So it, it does, it, it, it sometimes does affect me. Like if I put something out, especially if I believe in it and I put it out and, and it doesn't get the response that because I know in my heart that it's such a good bop or something and it doesn't get the response. It, I do get like discouraged, but it, it doesn't matter at the same time. So like maybe for a few minutes, I'll just be like, oh, man, I really like this one. I want other people to hear this, you know, right. but it, at the end of the day, it really, it really doesn't affect me. Like it maybe used to when I was like 18, 19, 20 doing this. Um, at this point I'm, I'm creating like the most organic content I can create. And uh, I know that it's good, you know, and, if it doesn't get heard in the way that maybe my mind thinks it should, that's okay. It's just the way it goes. You know, um, I'm only doing this stuff all by myself. Like I don't have management or anything. So it is what it is. 
And I'm not a big fan of, of besides using Instagram and Facebook as a tool to promote and stuff mm-hmm. and, and use that for sponsors and stuff. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of buying views or any of that kind of stuff. I think it's, it's wacky. It's a, it's a waste of your money and you're just trying to make yourself feel better when right. at the end of the day in a couple hours, you're going to be like, I, oh, well, I, well, I definitely know for sure back in the day on YouTube, if you did purchase view, like maybe back in like 2008, 2007, yeah. if you did purchase views, it would help you to get onto a page. And then once you're on a page, it's like maybe organic from there because you got put onto some kind of page. But at this point in this day and age, by buying views for YouTube or even, even buying Spotify plays, cause you can do that now too. It's just not it, to me, it's just not organic. If I only get 300 plays on a song, so be it. Like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not worried about putting out music and, and getting money for it at all. I really don't care because, uh, to be honest, as an independent artist like me who's been doing it for 10 years, I've been doing it so long that if, if, if I'm thinking about money and that's going to affect me because I, I can get money in other ways. It's just right. – but it's not a hobby at the same time. It is like I am passionate about it, but – it's something you're passionate about that you want to make into your primary job. Because, yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. It, w- it would definitely be cool to uh, go on a tour and uh, make money through that and have people really enjoy the music and stuff and me, me be up there and um, expressing myself and th- that'd be awesome. But um, you know, I do that in Philly and it's, it's fine, it, but it's, it's so hard at this point because everyone wants to do it and, and that's okay. But uh, yeah, you got to either get super lucky and have a, a banger, you know, Mike Sparando might make a banger, you know, I think you're pushing it. Sean. Hey man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it's either because at this point, dude, there's so much music out there, like in the mainstream and it's they might not even be as artistic or like into it as, as they may present themselves, you know? So it's just like one of them things where it's just like, there is that underground wave of, of these artists who are so good, way past me, musically talented, like guitarist and, and pianist and stuff that will never be heard, even though they're putting themselves out there. And that's just the way it goes. Like you have to, you do have to be, um, you have to constantly be putting out content and stuff and, and keeping up with it. And, but you do need a little bit of luck. I, I you, think at this point, do you know who Alex Iono is? I do not. So, I don't know a lot of people, man. <laughs> it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'll yeah. explain. So Alex is a humongous guy on YouTube. I, I would play one of his videos, but I don't want to get copyrighted. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot of covers. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, he has like five. Last time I checked, he had, Let's look. I think last time I checked, this guy had um no, oh, hold on. He had uh five million people following him last time I checked. He has six point six point zero two million following him right now. Mm-hmm. But he does a lot a lot of covers and mashups and stuff. Now um, do you know who I feel like I have I feel like I have seen this guy before, honestly. I, I think I know why you've seen him though. Do you know who Kid Travis is? Yes. Yes. He got his his name yeah. because uh, okay, I shouldn't say that. I'm not gonna throw shade on the kid. He got his name because he's he's very talented. Right. But he started getting bigger because 
Alex started a new segment. I don't know if he's still doing it or not, but he's doing <laughs> something. He did a segment on his channel where he um he highlighted like artists that weren't really known. Right. He, and uh Kid Travis was one of the first people. I think he was the first person. Like way back when. Wait, no, I mean like maybe Oh, like recent ago. uh okay, in recent years. Um a year ago. Oh wow. Um, the video got 86,000 views on Alex's page, but mm -hmm. that's translated to probably, I don't know how many for, for Jed. Last time I, last time I saw Jed, he was at, so he is, he's at 417 right now. Um, when Alex posted that video, he was at 37,000. Right. Yeah. So it skyrocketed and yeah. Jed's doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, three hours ago, three days ago, five days ago, a week ago in the past week, the kid put out five videos. Well, that's that, that. That's what I. That's what I mean too. Like, okay, you're getting a following, and you're being, you know, consistent with it. So, you know, he's grind forty. Look, forty five million total views across the channel. The kid's grinding. You got to respect it. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have sometimes, to. sometimes, like you said, it does take that one big break. Now, I don't mean to toot my own horn or anything right now, but TikTok. Have you joined that? Of course. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. Are you putting your music out on it, or are you just? I do. Stuff on no, it? I do. So my music is on tiktok and i do make videos and i'll put my music to the videos you know okay um, so at least you're at least you're trying to oh yeah that for avenue. sure yeah I've had, I, go on i've had a tiktok um probably since like september at this point and okay. uh yeah you know you i've gone away before the wave yeah dude i it, i i guess i was like at the same maybe a little bit before but yeah as of recently it has I mean, at, like everyone's on it now at this point, like people in our area and stuff and like a bunch of like people I know and stuff, they weren't on it, but now they are. So it definitely within the past few months has just like exploded even bigger than it was, you know, a, a few months before that. It's crazy. The, re the reason I wanted to bring up TikTok and if you were on it is because I want to go back to the numbers thing you were talking about. Mm -hmm. There's this girl that goes to my sister's school. She has so many different followers. Now, my sister's in, a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. She has so many followers on TikTok and stuff. I go to, I go to a fairly expensive gym, right? I yeah. see this girl at the gym. She has her own personal trainer. Mm -hmm. own, her, a personal trainer there starts at 236 a month. Oh, my God. So you got to think. I don't know if this girl's making money from TikTok or if yeah. her parents are paying for that, but you got to think. Yeah, like, man. I she do, she must be making something because yeah. nobody's paying two thirty six for a trainer. I do I do wonder that at this point, like people who are blowing up on this app, like I, I wonder if they're getting, you know, could, uh, at least like sponsors and stuff and low key promoting things and getting paid for that or something because it is, it is funky because there's people blowing up on this who are just really super like average Joe people like something they might do something funny or I watch your videos or they're, they're, they're funny, you know, for, I, the, I for the most part. It does come down to at the end of the day, are they doing it for the views or are they doing it because they genuinely enjoy doing it? And I, right. I, would, I would say it's a lot more for the views. Definitely show you. And again, this is like free promotion for anybody watching the visual right now or listening to the audio. Follow me on TikTok at Mike Sperando. I want to show you something, how stupid this is. Ready? Mm -hmm. Go and for again, it. it comes to numbers. I, hold on. I joined TikTok a week ago. A week ago. Maybe a week and a half ago. Ready? Yeah, I know. I, I definitely been following. Look, 98.5K likes. Wow. Across Def the channel. Definitely more than me, bro. 
Stu- <laughs> but it's stupid. I, I, I blew up on one video, and it was when I was shooting photography for Little Skies. 481,000 saw- views, Sean. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, that's literally a viral TikTok video. Tell me how dumb that I'm so- like. It's a good video, but like, tell me how stupid that has literally nothing to do with me. Right. And it kind of bothers me that I blew up off of that because if I click on this video, it has 90,000 likes out of my 80, 98,000. It's crazy, man. It like, is, how, it, it how is insane. How ridiculous is that? I, I, I joined a week ago and I'm already at 2,000 followers and 98.5K. It is insane, man. It, it's, I, I can't tell if the app is like, for real or if it's not you know what i mean it I, is I, it is for real it's people there those are real views and streams off of it but it's just like it's so it is mind-boggling it doesn't like make sense said. it's weird how, how does it bl- i remember i went to bed one night and the and i woke up and i had i had like, a billion likes that <laughs> <laughs> was for real i had yeah no i know i had i had thirteen thousand more likes and i went up like 500 followers overnight and i'm like what what it it, it it kind of seems fake but like the fact of the matter is it shows that nowadays you could have legitimately zero talent and become famous quote-unquote famous yeah right and it bothers me so much because there's people that work hard like you definitely or myself since 2011 doing videos and stuff right and we don't get the recognition that we deserve like at at the end of the day you might you might post something on instagram and it gets, I, again, I don't know your like ratio, whatever it is. Let's just say 50 mm-hmm. likes. Yeah. But then Charlie okay. D'Amelio on TikTok mm-hmm. is posting a video with no sound, her going like this, and it gets 5 million views. I know. It's, it's absurd, man. And, and I think it, like I said before, I think, I think TikTok even for, for a girl like her or a dude who's doing whatever, whatever, whoever, um, it, it took one video at first for them to just blow up. And then once, you know, especially, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to get into it too deep, but I do think it is at first luck. And then once people do catch on to someone on TikTok, you know, they're like, Oh, they're attractive or, Oh, they're actually a hundred percent comes down. It's, to looks. it's it, yeah, it does. It's sad. And then it, it, it lowers is. people's self-esteem and everything. It else. does. It does. It really does. I, I could go on for another half hour about it, but let's switch topics. Let's go to a segment. Um, for sure. This segment I made up um, just for your podcast. Um, it's called Explain the Line. So I went through your songs. Oh, um, this is going to be fun. And uh, I, I, th- I thought you would like this. So I, I have some older stuff. I have some newer stuff. Um, let's start with, you want to start with older or newer? Um, let's start with older because the, it'll be harder. So. Okay. Abyss of nothingness. Oh man, abyss of nothingness. Center stage, better pay good. The eyes are watching, like the alley, the night under the moon, luminance, uh, luminous conscience. conscience. Yeah. What What was going through your head when first off you were making that song? That yes. Line? Oh, that 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 whole song's um super. Well, that whole EP. That's a that's an old EP um that I made with uh, my friend Connor Lepree. Well, they're more like his instrumentals, and I and I rapped over them. Um, okay. He's a good producer, though. He goes by Droid Daughter. Um, yeah, Luminous Conscience uh, was a very dark EP. I remember it was like October, man. And um, I think the center stage thing was just me talking. I think it, I think what I meant 
um, was that I'm on the center stage and it's, and it's, it's, it's just dark. Like there's not, you're not getting the attention that you need, but at the same time, the luminous conscience to me was like a bright, it was dark. So the, it's all based around like the album cover, actually. It was just the moon, right? It was the bright moon and the darkness around it. And, um, yeah, I think it was just talking about like when I was performing back then and, and getting on stage, um, it was just, it was very empty in there, but I, I, fa- I, in my mind and in my heart and soul, I was just like, dude, I deserve more. Like I deserve that bright light when I'm up here, I deserve people to listen. And, um, I think that's what that line was based around at the time for sure. It, it, it is, it is, um, th- there is words in it that probably don't mean nothing, but like that overall concept of that line and maybe even the line before that right. for sure was just about like me being on that stage and um just being in a in a dark spot but at the same time the light's shining on you and um but no one's really paying attention anyway so and then I, think that's that's what, the, I, I think that's what that meant for sure no it's good that you could recall it because again it was yeah. years ago when you wrote yeah, this. yeah yeah um but i feel like once we write something we never really forget what it was about yeah right um we're gonna do one more old one road waves Oh, love road waves. You are a princess. You you should be smiling. I know life is tough, but baby, stop crying. What was right. that about? So, at the I think at the time of road waves, I was getting over um, or an an ex that I was. I think it was my high school fling, actually, that I was talking about there. Okay. Um, so what happened was I was very attached at first you know through high school and stuff and then we broke up or whatever and then she ended up coming back and um when she came back i just did it's one of them things you know like you want something that you can't have and then when it comes back like i gave it a chance again because i was like oh this is what i wanted this is everything i wanted you know and um so when she did come back you know we gave it another go around for like a few months and um I ended up just like, I was just like, this, this isn't me anymore. Like, I can't, I don't even want to fake it. Like, I, I have to just be honest. And like, so it was rough for her on the round too, I think. And um, I think in road waves, like I was just in that line, I was just saying like, listen, even though like, like I'm, she, she's not a bad person by any means. So yeah. like, I think for that line, I was just saying, listen, like you got to look at yourself like you're even if that line was towards um, like anyone that line, anyone can relate to. So it's just about yourself. And it's just like, look at yourself as if you're a princess or a prince or a king, you know what I mean? And, and know that you are worth something and you are beautiful. And um, yeah, I think that's just what it was about at the time. I just, I was just kind of shouting out that and um, you know, just saying like, just because I, I might not be there anymore. Um, you know, you still got to look at yourself in a positive light and not be so down. But but at the same time, I'm pretty sure Road Waves is also about who I was crushing on after the fact too. So yeah, a lot of a lot of my older music like that, and and still to this day, I refl- when I do write, I reflect on myself, but I also reflect on on other people's relationships or other people's things because I just pull inspiration from everywhere and the the point of 
of um, the music is just for, so anyone can relate. But yeah, that, I think that specific line was definitely about my, my ex-girlfriend just saying, you know, you're a princess, stop crying over me. It's, it's crazy because not enough people tell women, especially, um, oh, really only women, but like people don't tell women that they're, they're beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have so many, yeah. so many creeps online where they're just like, they say yeah. some explosive stuff and like, yeah, right. Like, right it's right. it's just like, yeah. tell them, tell them what they're not expecting. Like, right. You, you are a princess. You're a queen. You deserve the best. Yeah. Stop crying. You know, people, like, people don't get that. And I feel like, especially guys now in 2020, every single guy feels mm. like they have to like be Mr. Macho, Mr. Tough. Mm. Like at the end of the day, be you. Like I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. I don't know how much you really know about me. Like in this retrospect, but like I'm a very romantic person and I yeah. love stuff like that. Yeah, me too, man. I think, uh, I mean, we come from the same blood. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're technically cousins. We are. <laughs> our, um, our moms are, or yeah, our moms had the same grandmom. That's what it was. That's which, is, which is crazy, dude. So Sean are second cousins. We are, we are, <laughs> and, and um, and uh, yeah. When you said the first time you ever saw me was with the Joey V, mine was my mom was like, um, who's Mike Spirando? And I was like, I don't. I'm like, I don't know. She's like, Mike Spirando, like as in Spirando, Spirando. I'm like, I don't know. So then I looked you up on Facebook, and then we connected the dots and. See, I already had, I already had it a was, fan. It, it was crazy. Yeah, man. It was crazy for <laughs> sure. Um, last but not least, this is the last one for this segment. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> empty space. Okay. Love is like a butterfly. Let it go. Yes. I let it free. Baby, yes. let it be. Yes. So, um, so. And I think this, hold on. I think this ties in well with the last thing where you're talking about being a princess and. Yeah, definitely. Like definitely. So, um, so th- this one is um so i'm talking to a different girl <laughs> okay that, that's what well no i'm not like currently talking to her but uh no, that, no. Li- that line <laughs> uh, that line was you know based around that situation that i went through you know in the months back i made this song probably i don't know back in like sipper or so um but yeah it's it's just an overall uh line that anyone again anyone can relate to it's just if if you love something and it's not really coming back you know you gotta let it go and the butterfly was just you know the metaphor like when you when a butterfly when, when you uh what are they called the uh worm things <laughs> i'm having a mind fart um a cocoon a cat a caterpillar when they're caterpillars <laughs> right yeah. And then they become a butterfly and you let it go. You let it free and, and you let it be, you know, and it goes on and it moves on in its life. So that line was definitely just about for me saying that, like, you have to let go like a butterfly. Let it go. Let it be free. Let it fly. And uh, yeah, you don't cry. Don't cry. Go in life. Not, not enough people. Not enough people know how to let things go when they need to be gone. Whether right. it's a friendship relationship. And I do. I, I struggle. I struggle with it, too. I'm not going to lie. But um that's why I put it into my music and stuff because when I do put the music out, that's like me pretty much letting go at that point. And that's, and that goes back to when you're like talking about the old songs, if you'd ever redo them again or whatever. And it's just like, probably not because once I do put them out at that point, it's, it's literally me taking them out of my computer. And I, I, at this point, yeah, you're putting them out so other people can hear, but I'm, you know, I put it out as like a, a way of, 
of putting it out and, and letting it be free and, you know, letting it go. And, and although that some of those songs and uh, tracks, you would be like, oh, I want to get rid of this. It's mm-hmm. good to see where you were and where it you, is. Like, you know what I mean? Definitely, man. Definitely. That it's, that's a hundred percent true. I do as much as I'll look back and be like, ah, oh, that song. But at the same time, you're like, oh dude, I, it's like when you listen to any music, even uh, music that is nostalgic to you when you're growing up and, and now you listen to them songs and you're like, dude, I remember driving down the shore in the van and this song was on or whatever. It's, it brings back the memories and uh, yeah, that's what the music is. It's uh, memories and stuff and you listen to it and you're like, you reflect and you see where you're at now from where you were and it's all good. You ever, you ever find it crazy how people say music's a universal language? Like there's, there's a few things that all of us do in this world on this planet. Yeah. We eat the same, we sleep the same. We all, for the most part, all drink water um, right. <laughs> and uh, music. Yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's nuts. Huge, it doesn't matter what huge, language you, you speak, what race you are. It's it's nuts. It's music it's so over crazy. everything, man. It, it it does uh, it does good things for the world for sure. So, you want to talk about something else, or you want me to go into my my other segment? It's up to you. I got a, I got one more segment for you, but I don't know if you want to do that in a little bit. Um, I don't care, man. Whatever you think. Uh. We can start this segment, segment, and if we drift off to something, we can talk about that too. All right. Biggie. Let's do back-to-back segments. Here we go, guys. So this is going to be another visual. Um, for the people listening, I'm going to read to you what is on screen so you could see it. Um, so this one is called Twitter Talks with Sean Bailey. So basically, <laughs> Sean, what oh, I man, did was I went, through, I went through your Twitter over the past couple of years. Wow. Um, and, I, and I picked a couple of tweets that I liked. That I wanted you to, again, just like the last thing that we did, Mm -hmm. um, explain the line. I want you to tell me, if uh, to the best of your ability, because I feel like Twitter would be a little bit Mm -hmm. harder. um, Definitely, definitely. Where you were at that time and what was going on. So let's get into it. Some of the stuff. What's that? I said, I'm all into this. I'm excited. Let's do it. Did you, did you like, how'd you scroll back so far? Is there like a way to do that? Because I would love to like go look at my old tweets from like five years ago. Uh, Just scrolling. You just literally just kept scrolling. And I was finding stuff that I liked. So, all right, man. January 4th, 2020, Sean said, You did everything you could and you still didn't get what you wanted. That's life. Yeah, that's that's me talking about um, just that's a in general thing. That's just the, the, I was probably talking about music. I was probably talking about relationships. I was, I was probably just down on myself there, which isn't don't, Everyone listening, don't be down on yourself. Be happy. You, that's all you can. You have to be happy. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. So January fourth, twenty twenty. So this was definitely recent. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was the new year. New years always mess me up for sure, because I, uh, the new year changes and everyone's always. I'm not a big like New Year's person. Okay. Because everyone's you know it's a it's a great holiday for sure because people come together but do you um, usually celebrate or are you like just i at, uh, well i the past two years have been super super low-key on new year's for me um but definitely when i was like 2021 20, and before that there would be like little house parties and get-togethers and stuff but uh the i think two years ago i just chilled in the kitchen with my mom and my older brother and then Last year, I went um, down the street to a friend's house, and there's only maybe, I don't know, 
five to seven people there, super low key. But that's how I like it. I don't, I don't like to um, celebrate it too much because I, I never feel like anything's really changing unless you like actually make like a, unless you use it as like um, a way to make change. Like if you smoke or something. It's, it's so, it's so funny you say that because like you said, the smoking, the drinking, but so many people, and I hate it. It's like you could stop any day, you know? And I, and I feel like this expression, you already know what I'm going to say. I hate when people say this. Like with a passion, I dislike it. New year, new me. All right, listen. Mm-hmm. Like you could have done this any other day. You're gonna choose to do it for probably four or five days and then stop again. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna do it, just put your head down. And the the worst, and I I, I fall a victim to this when I want to do something specifically, work out and lose weight, mm-hmm. which I still have not done. Um, I I throw it all over social media. I'm going to the gym, guys. I just left the gym. I had a great mm-hmm. workout. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. grind in silence and do, do mm-hmm. what you got to do. That is, that is um, the saying for sure. You do have to, uh, I, but dude, I, I fall victim to that too. I, I, I say something and then I, you know, I'm posting it and you know, it, it, and it, it, and it can beat you up mentally too by, by doing that because you're looking for something. You're looking for someone to maybe even reach out and be like, yeah, hey, I, I hope you do do this. I hope you, uh, you achieve your goal or whatever, but at, at the end of the day, you know, it's like you said, you mostly just have to put your head down and just, and, and do what you got to do. And guess what? Eventually you'll turn out the way you want it to be. And people will notice without you even having to say anything. So it's just like, it's one of them things with, uh, yeah, with the whole new year's thing and all that stuff. But yeah, this tweet definitely, I, I, I think I was just saying like, I, I was I was definitely still reflecting on some, on a relationship that went south for sure because um I think I might have reached out and uh, um you know it just, sometimes it just doesn't turn out the way you want it to be or whatever and I I was just saying you know but it wasn't just about that I think I was just being really down on myself which is horrible but yeah man you did everything you could and you still didn't get what you wanted that's life but don't be negative people. <laughs> <laughs> August second, twenty eighteen. Oh, this is a good Sean, one. Sean said, "Rain will forever be beautiful." Yeah. Now I know, I I know from seeing. If you guys don't follow Sean on any social media, we're gonna shout it out all at the end at the end of the podcast. But or you know, say it now. We'll say it again. Like, where where can they find you? Like on socials and stuff. Um. So I have two handles. So on um Twitter, it's at Sean Valley Music because some little kid often the abyss has at sean valley and i tried to reach out to him but yeah so he didn't answer so at, on twitter i'm at sean valley music and then on instagram um at sean valley just normal sean valley and uh that's pretty much th- those are my two uh mains tiktoks at sean valley music you pretty much just either type in at sean valley or at sean valley music and you'll find all my stuff long story short he'll pop up either way but yeah, what, either I, what way. I wanted to say was before you explain this I know that a lot of the stuff that you post, mm-hmm. not a lot, but like a good amount, it's, it's, I feel like it has a, a rainy vibe or mm-hmm. there's something yeah. it reminds you of rain. Yeah. What, what is so special about rain to you? Because I, I know for a fact, knowing you for a couple of years now, you really do like rain more than sun, yeah. rain more than sunshine. Sometimes. I, all right. So yeah, man. So I, um, 
I thrive, I thrive on a rainy day. I don't know what it is, but I I'll wake up early. I'll be up. I, I just like, I don't know if it's cause like I'm a homebody at this point, but I, or not at this point, like I've always been, but like, I just thrive on rain. Like I can on a rainy day. And I know that like, all right, today I don't have to go outside and I don't have, it's like this coronavirus. It's like, right. you kind of have to stay inside. And it's like, when I stay inside and, I, and it's because I have to, not because I'm choosing to, I thrive on it. And uh, so I've always just enjoyed like a rainy day, even, even if I don't do anything that's creative and I just relax and chill and stuff like it's, and I, I like the sound of it. It's just a soothing situation, especially like summertime when it's so hot out and stuff. And one of them like rainstorms blows in, it's just like so nice. I'm just like, yes, it's raining, man. Like I don't have to be outside like in this heat and, you know, dying and stuff. I just, I really like rain. And I, I do think it, I, I think it's beautiful, not even in the sense of, because I like being lazy when it's raining. I think it's just, it's a nice thing every so often. I like snow too, for sure. I, 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 I like when it's falling from the sky. It's cool. I, I also feel that rain goes with an emotion. So like mm-hmm. I heard that earlier in the podcast, you dark, talked about gray, you know, dark alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, closed off when you perform. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it definitely, definitely. Goes yeah, like- no, it, it, no, it does. It does. I definitely feel um, more comfortable about how I might feel mentally if it's raining out because I'm just like, okay, I'm feeling down and it's rainy. So it fits my mood and everything's good, you know, or like, for example, if it's a really sunny day and I'm upset about something or I'm just not feeling it, it's just like, you almost feel bad for yourself. Cause you're like, dude, it's just so nice out. And like, you're supposed to appreciate this. And you know, sometimes people have bad days for whatever reason. And it's just right. like, you feel obligated. Like you got to go outside and you got to be in the sun, which is really good for you, which I do force myself to do if I do feel down, but I just, I really like a, a rainy day. It's yeah. It's black and white. Nothing it's cloudy. It. You know, it's nothing wrong with it. It's dark. All right. And I, and I feel like I am emotional. So, yeah. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, for There's sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Express yourself. Yeah. November 2nd, 2018. Sometimes uh, you just have to support people from afar, care for them from afar, love them from afar. Yeah. So, that, so I, I, I just feel like I'm always putting myself in situations where I'm dealing with people who just don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and that's how, I, I, like you said, how you're like um, a very uh, romantic, caring person. I'm the same exact way. Mm-hmm. So if I put myself out there, which I don't do too often, and I throw myself at someone, which sometimes is too much, right. it, does, it does push them away. And, um, you know, and then you're sitting there typing this, you know, because I, I, I don't have hard feelings for anyone, even if things didn't go right in the past and all that kind of stuff. I, I like to be as positive as possible. And like, at least sometimes like when I'm not like mad about something, it's just like, I realize at the end of the day, like, instead of being upset and mad about this, you have to, you do have to like forgive a situation and then you, you can still, you know, you can still care about people, but sometimes you just have to do it from afar. They, they might not know that you still do and stuff, but it it just is what it is. Like people we're human. People care for people. And sometimes the the person that you do care for doesn't care back. And 
so that's what this tweet was about it was just about you know sometimes you 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 have to uh it's like the butterfly thing you have to just let go and if you do still care about them you can put it out in the universe and 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 be like yeah i care about them i hope they're doing good you know and i'll always care about them and i'll always feel something for them but they're doing them and that's just how life goes sometimes so that's what that tweet was about this is a good tweet but i'm about to start pressing these on shirts and like putting like a tear next to it (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) sat the sad boy tweets so this last i think this is the last one the last one really um it struck something with me and i you could explain as much as you want or as Mm -hmm. much as little as you want okay um and the reason why this struck me before I put it on the screen is because I feel like this has been happening a lot lately with a mm-hmm. lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said on Ooh. Christmas 2018, I'm going to die young. Yeah. So super weird. Um, yeah, that's, that's a dark one for sure. Especially on Christmas. I, I definitely was intoxicated when I typed this for sure, because, um, does it say the time? I guess not. I could get like, it if you want it. It it doesn't matter. It, I I was I was definitely pro- I I definitely did not tweet this like during like hanging out with family. I was definitely it was definitely a long Christmas day that probably went well, but by the time I got home and was like all drunk and sitting here, I was probably once again just reflecting on on how I felt at that time. And I tweeted this, but saying that I've all, I, I hate to say this, but at the same time, it's good. Um, hopefully (laughs) I, when I was like maybe 16 or 17, I, I could never in my mind, like I could always be like, I can see myself being 20. Could never see myself being 25. And guess what? I'm through my 25th year of life right now. And I'm, I'm kicking, I'm doing good. And, um, so I don't want to jinx myself, but yeah, I'm chilling, you know? And, uh, when I was younger, I could never, for whatever reason, I was just like, I have no clue who I'm going to be when I'm 20. And I don't think it was about me being like, I'm going to be dead by the time I'm 25. I'm not like that kind of person. Like I don't do drugs and stuff. Like I'm not, I, for the most part, I live pretty healthy. Um, so it was never about like, I was like all on drugs and stuff. Besides when I tweeted this, I was probably intoxicated for sure. But, um, yeah, I just always had this thing where I was just like, I have no clue how it's going to be when I'm 25. Like, I can't even see myself being 25. And sure enough, life goes on. And now I'm about to be 26 in a month. And it's just like, you know, look, look if I've been coronavirus is happening, I was supposed to be getting a career right now, like an actual career. And it all flopped and folded because of this. And so this tweet, looking at it, you know, I didn't mean it. I don't think I meant it in the sense that I'm going to die young because I'm, I'm depressed and I'm doing drugs and this and that. I think it was just, I'm not sure. I was definitely intoxicated, but yeah, I've always had that weird feeling that like, I just didn't, I could never, I told my mom too. I was just like, mom, I can't see it past 25. Right. But uh, I think it was just because I always never knew like what I wanted to do in life. And I still really don't besides, you know, creating, all this art and stuff but it's confusing life is definitely confusing and i just couldn't say it i was just like i don't know i don't know if i'll be past 25 or 24 but here i am and i'm doing fine except i'm unemployed which 
isn't cool. Yeah, but so is most of the world right now. Yeah, which which is crazy. It's just like, of course, I dude, um, just to just to talk about something different for a quick second, I was supposed to get into um a union. So I applied for this union back, and of course I would still do my music and all this stuff, but I'm I'm gonna lose my healthcare soon because I'm gonna be 26. I'm gonna be off my dad's healthcare, mm-hmm. and so you know it comes time where it's just like, all right, I gotta do something because I do work down at the steel yard and all that at the shipyard as a welder, but it's only ever been part time. So I needed to do something, and I ended up signing up and applying for this union, um, the finishing, the finishers union, which is like spackle and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, it totally flopped because of coronavirus. Like I was supposed to go in for my interview, like March 23rd and they're completely shut down probably till fall or even next spring. So it's just like, now I'm sitting here and I'm just like, it's like, the, it's not really like that tweet, but it's just like, goes back to me being like, I, I can't, what am I going to be doing at 25? I'm literally sitting here, but I'm staying creative and, and making music. So do you think that this is the time where um do you think this is the time where it's like yo it's time to kickstart my music into like yeah whole gear now definitely the be, between me and you that's why I, I I realized last week I'm like yo I'm staying up whether who if you guys are listening right now I, I stay up between I, I go to bed bet- last night I went to bed at 4 eleven because mm-hmm. I, I, I get it on my watch definitely I fell asleep at 4 eleven I didn't go upstairs till four in the morning. Right. And the reason why is because I'm awake and I have no reason to be up tomorrow. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because there's nothing to, I don't want to say look forward to, but there's things to look forward to every day, mm-hmm. but like there's not anything to really do. Right. And I was like, I got to get more creative. That's why I started doing this podcast. That's yeah, which why is awesome. I've been getting on TikTok mm-hmm. uh, for, honestly, if we didn't have the quarantine, I wouldn't be on TikTok. Yeah. Um, that I'm, I want to start my YouTube videos back up. Um, there's just so many things that we have the ability to do. And this time is really testing us to show us like, yo, are like to be blunt, are you going to be a lazy ass during this time? Or are Mm -hmm. you going to Mm -hmm. make something of yourself and do what you wanted to do for the past four years, but you pushed it off because you're 40 hour weeks at work every day. Right. Right. Yeah. So dude, exactly. It's, it's so crazy. And especially for creators like us, it's just like, if there is ever a time to start banging stuff out, it's, it's right now, you know, and it definitely, yeah. So it definitely opened up my eyes with the whole uh, quarantine and just the virus in general. I, I put out an EP. I finished up an EP that I probably would not have even thought to finish up because I was working on other stuff and, and doing this and doing that. But because of quarantine, it hit me one day and I'm just like, wait a minute, man. Like this is, this is literally all this time. And like, I hope more people are doing this with their time off. If, if they're off, if they're not off, you know, God bless them and thanks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I just, it, it did hit me for sure. Uh, probably a, a few weeks ago to a month ago. And I was just like, dude, this is what like I need. And if I'm not going to take advantage of this, then I'm going to, um, even if I, even if I only put out one song, like I need to do something because I have so much time off. And at the same time, since a lot of other people are off, it is a good time for creators to put out stuff because people are kind of sitting around and uh, playing video games or doing this or doing that. And they're not really doing much. So it's for me, 
specifically it's a it's a and for you since you're a video guy it's Mm -hmm. and now doing this podcast it's a good time to put stuff out like this because people are bored and they want to you know that and they're everyone's addicted to their phones and stuff so if you're going to be addicted to your phone i'm gonna i'm gonna put out music that you can listen to and videos and stuff you know i feel like here's the thing if somebody wants to pop off and forget the numbers just pretend like the numbers didn't exist yeah somebody wants to pop off whether you're a musician a video creator you like to dance uh, you like to make skit videos, whatever it may be. The time is now, like you said, everyone is bored out of their mind. If you mm-hmm. capture them now, they will forever be a follower and support you with what you're doing. Because right. here's the thing, this knock on wood, or I don't even know if I had to do that, but like September, hopefully this is over. Mm-hmm. August, September, hopefully this is all over, the quarantine. Mm-hmm. When people go back to their normal lives, they're going to be like, oh, well, in July I found Sean. I'm going to listen to him now. Right. And I hope that he goes on tour because I want to go see him. Right. And then you gained another follower. You know what I mean? Exactly. hundred so like percent. Like, like straight up, he may be forgotten in about a year, but you know, on TikTok, the guy where he's like, I'm bored in the house and I'm in a house. Yeah. Bored. Yeah. Yeah. His following, his following two, se- two seconds to do. And now his following's probably a huge and that's it. Now he's going to have a following and be able to sell clothes and, and brand himself and all that kind of stuff. Be- because Tyga saw it and shared it. Is that what it was? Is that what I, I think I'm almost positive that's what it was because that's where I originally saw it. And then I realized I thought that was Tyga doing the song. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, this isn't Tyga. Right. Um, but it, it takes one thing and you're like, yeah, it's, it's you crazy, I mean? man. It is. It's insane. Um, got anything else you want to talk about regarding your life or anything? I want to, I, I do want to try to talk about other things other than just you you know what i mean yeah of course man yeah dude (laughs) yeah yeah um what do you what do you on your mind uh, see my my whole thing is like i'm not um besides besides my emotions i'm not a huge i'm not someone who like looks into um the mainstream much like i can't i really do stay away from all that stuff i don't look at the news much because I'm, I might be scared of it or something. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not big with all that kind of stuff. So like I'm not into politics, even though that it's huge, everything that's going on in the world right now is so huge with, with the politics and, and, and this virus and it all ties into itself. But I, I literally just don't follow it. The day, the day that I see something that's like, Oh, you can go outside and be you again. It's just like, okay. Other than that, like I'm not. Do you? Are you big on following that kind of stuff? Like, are you into the politics and all that? Or somebody asked me yesterday if I like Donald Trump, which we're not gonna we're not gonna get into. Right. But I told them I don't know, and they looked at me and go, "How don't you know? He's been running the country for the past four years." Right. I go, I don't follow that stuff, so I'm not going to give you an answer. I don't know. Um, and. They looked at me like I had three heads, and I'm like, I don't know. What yeah. The I'm like, do you like Donald Trump? They're like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what are you asking me for that? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's I'm I'm just not I'm not I'm not huge into following it, and maybe I should be, but at the same time, it's just like I'm doing better without it, and a lot of people are going crazy over it, and it's and it's kind of it's just like, why don't you just why doesn't everyone just not turn on the TV for a few days and and literally just live at home and quarantine or whatever. And just, especially people like us, like there's not much we can do about anything. All we can really do is, is follow what someone's telling us to do. And it's just like, okay, 
if, the, if that's how it is right now, then do it. And like, I don't know. There's just, I, I'm not a big argument person. I, I don't like arguing. I don't like getting involved with things that I don't really know about. I, I kind of just stay in my bubble and I do what I got to do to make me get through. And that rhymed. And um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a super simple person for sure. I'm not, I'm not like some like, you know, just like over here, over here, over here, doing this, doing that. I'm, I'm very just like, I know what I, I know what makes me happy at this point, and I know what I need to do to maintain that. So I just, you know, I stay doing that, and I don't worry about the outside world much. Like some people, um, I, I, well, let me rephrase that. So there's a there's a few people in my life who, um. Are, are worried about that kind of stuff. And it's just like, you can see the stress in their eyes and like the, the anger that comes from it. And it's just like, and that, that's just about like working the, the day-to-day grind and stuff. I'm not talking about like the coronavirus and stuff. And it's right. just like, everyone's just different, man. Like I, I'm very comfortable with how I live right now. And, you know, when the world does open back up, I'll be back to my normal self, you know, go out once in a while, see friends and do this and that. And, uh, you know, live pretty much the same. Like, I'm not going to let something that's so much bigger than me control me too much. You know what I mean? They right. could tell us to stay home and stuff, but you can't like... It could be a lot worse. Yeah, it could be a And it could get worse too. You don't know that. But I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I stay away from the mainstream. I really do. And I just, I live and I live happy. I'll go outside. If it's a nice day, I'm going to go outside now since you can't do anything. And go uh cut down branches and stuff you know what i mean like i'm not just just genuinely enjoy outside because yeah two two things i i I quickly want to say is go for it it's bringing i've even seen it in my house it's bringing families closer Mm -hmm. like my my dad works a lot he works Mm -hmm. a lot of hours Mm -hmm. um and he gets i think like one or two days off but when he's off those days he's running around doing errands and stuff right I've had the ability to sit down with him and play like a game of PlayStation. Yeah, which is I would awesome. have never been able to do that. Yeah, you know right. What I mean? Right. Um, and it's cool because he's even getting enjoyment mm-hmm. enjoyment out of it. He beat me in baseball the other day, and he was like, like baseball, person. like on the video game or like outside. Uh, yeah, yeah, like like MLB. Uh, I I was but, thinking um, you were doing some like hardcore wiffle ball tournaments and shit. <laughs> uh, he he hurt himself a couple of years ago. Really? I, wish I, I wish we yeah I wish we slipped a Wawa. Well, we're not wow. gonna get into that, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but he um, it, it's cool because it's bringing people together. But at the same time, like I, I feel like it's giving people a reason to, when everything is over, you got to think about this now. That that first concert you go to, mm-hmm. that first thing you do, go bowling with your friends. That for whatever you may do, it's gonna be so much fun. It will be. You it gotta, really you, will be. The the thing you got to think about. Starting yesterday in Pennsylvania, as many of you know that are probably listening, um, or where you live, um, now if you go into a quote-unquote essential place, aka a supermarket, to get food, if you don't have a mask, they're not letting you in. Right. Um, And it's sad because a lot of people can't even get these masks. So people got to wear t-shirts and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But So think about it when in a couple months... We go back to reliving our regular lives. Not mm-hmm. saying we're not living it now, but like going to the supermarket when we want, going right. to the store when we want. Oh, 
so and so is going on tour. I could go see them now. Right. Oh, the Sixers are playing again. Bet I don't want to watch on TV. Let's actually go to the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just I feel like everything's going to be so much more lively. I think it will be too, man. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, you go to a Sixers game and you'll you'll like actually like not saying that you don't enjoy going to a game now, but like yeah, it's it's just you know everyone's taking a break from doing that. So I feel like the energy will be there when life starts to get back to normal. Like it will be, it'll be nice. It will. I'll be. tell you what. And something I was thinking about regarding like artists and stuff something that they probably aren't even looking at you got to think you know how are all these artists and i know you said you're not really in touch with it so i don't know if you'll know you know how all these artists are like doing the instagram lives and stuff and doing yeah i see that yeah so i think that is playing such a big part to their brand and the reason why is because here's the thing the other day not to toot his own horn but charlie puth was on instagram live Mm mm-hmm he was performing. He's doing his thing. Same thing. Same thing with Justin Bieber. Justin's been going. Yeah, he's been. He's been all over on the live. Yeah, he's always. He's always all over the place. But people aren't realizing it until now because they have nothing else to do. Right. But what I want to say is, <clears throat> when they go and perform live now, I feel like a lot. You're going to see a lot less of this now. People recording, because right, right, people right. people are watching. And I just thought about this a couple minutes ago. People are watching them on instagram live whether they are screen recording or not a lot of them probably aren't mm-hmm. um they're screen they're they're sitting there watching now when they go to a show it's been such a long time since they've been to a concert right. they're gonna be in the moment finally yeah they'll find instead of them watching it on screen so much at this point you're right they'll just they'll be it'll, it'll be like a, a star you know what i mean it'll be like so bright you'll just be like oh my god i can't my, my biggest can't believe pet, this is for real one of my biggest pet peeves about like the environment that we live in is at entertainment events when people are just recording the whole show let me tell you this i went when, when drake last did his tour um it's so sad i don't even remember what it was called his last tour whatever it was scorpion <laughs> um when he did his last tour i went to that right yeah, I I bought lower level seats. I was ten rows from the stage. In front of me, I didn't realize till halfway through the show was Drake's family. Wow, the row right in front of me. Wow, was, the guy sitting in front of me was his uncle and slash his bodyguard. That is crazy. Um, they all had family passes on whatever. I looked at that, and I'm getting chills saying this now because I looked around the arena and everybody had their phones out, recording, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I took my sister. She was recording. I don't blame her. It was like our second concert. Like, record. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, right, right. I recorded maybe, if the show was a three, two and a half, three-hour show, I maybe recorded five minutes of it. My phone was in my pocket the entire time because I wanted to take in and enjoy the moment. Right. Not enough people do. We got in the car. My sister's watching all these videos that she took on her phone. Now, take it for what it's worth. She's a 16, 17-year-old girl. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be like, well, you just wasted your entire time at this concert. But like at the same time, if I'm paying the money, which I did, mm-hmm. I paid a lot of money. I, I spent close to $700 on two tickets. Definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wanna, you want to say it. Yeah. I want to enjoy myself. I'm yeah, going because 100%. if I want to watch it on my phone, I'll go on people's Instagram stories and watch them that way. Right, right. Yeah, like I, I, I might end up like maybe taking like a clip or a few pictures, but then I, I do usually get lost in it, and then like I'll, I'll look back days later on my phone or whatever, and just be like, I hardly have it. Like I went back in the day, I went to a Mac Miller and uh, Wiz Khalifa in uh, across the way there in Camden on the hill, John. Um, yeah, and and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, 
I was so excited because I was finally seeing Mac Miller. And this was in his early, this was in his like kids' days for sure. Like right, right when he was blowing up and stuff and he was touring with Wiz Khalifa. And uh, yeah, it was a great concert or whatever. And so when he passed away, I was just like, I, I was just like, dude, I wonder if I have anything from that concert. And I went back in my, in my files on my hard drives and stuff. And I went to like the iPhone pictures from like that time frame and stuff. And I, I don't have, I personally don't have it. I have one picture of like the arena with it all filled with people. And that's all I have. But because I was there, I was living in the moment. I was just like, I'm seeing this guy. I'm seeing Wiz Khalifa. Like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and I was young at the time too. So I was just like, I was so hyped for sure. And it's, it's just funny because I, I went to look back to try to find videos and stuff and I didn't have any. So yeah, I think I, when I do go to concerts and stuff, I definitely appreciate it too. As like um, a musical artist, when I, when I go to a concert, I, I always observe. That's what I'm doing. Like I'm, right. I'm, I'm loving it, but I'm also observing and seeing how they're moving on stage and how they're working and stuff. And uh, right. yeah, I get lost in it for sure. I, I do enjoy doing that kind of stuff and, and not really having the phone out for sure. I got one last question for you. Cause yeah, man, this has been a, a good talk and we've been on here for a little while now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you could talk to the, yourself before you were an adult. So let's say 17 years old. Okay. What would you tell yourself? Give yourself some advice about life. Okay, about life, 17, well... No bills, nothing. No bills, nothing, yeah. I would, um, I, I would say, I would say, um, I would say not to do what other people are trying to make you do, um, because when I was 17, you know, the whole pressure of going to college and all that stuff, which I did, I went for three semesters even though it was at box, but, um, I was all, I would tell myself to not to, to listen to your gut and do what you want to do. And I, I didn't a lot when I was younger, I, you know, people are telling you, this is what you got to do. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I did it. And it was a waste of time, even though it wasn't a long time, it was still a few years there where it was just like, I could have been doing more for myself at that point and and learning more about myself quicker you know mm-hmm. but like growing up everything's at your own pace but when people start you know being on top of you and and pushing you in a direction that you're not really in your heart there for it it's a, it will affect you and it, it it for me personally if i could go back i wouldn't do what people were over my shoulder telling me to do, Oh, go, you got to go to college. You you have to do this. And by this age, you're going to have to be like this. It's like, nah, dude, I, at that age, I wish I could have just not done that. And it would have kickstarted me sooner into the, my early twenties stages where like, you know, and especially with my music too, because I feel like I feel like if I was making the music that I make now and that I've been making in the past two years, like lost, not found and stuff. I feel like if I was doing that just maybe two years prior, things would be a little bit different. I, I, I maybe could have caught on a little bit different, but since things are becoming so cliche now, it's just like, Oh, he makes music. 
and and this or he he makes a video or but everyone's doing it too and it's, it's like it, a competition it to stand out and it sucks it is it does and so yeah if i could go back and tell myself at 17 i would just say don't do what they're telling you to do keep doing what you're doing keep doing it sounds so cliche but it's it's so true it's just like you can't let other people control your life and and tell you what you have to do or how you have to make money and stuff it's just it's all learning experience and I almost think it's wrong that when you're a senior in high school, they're, they're bringing you into the, the uh, lab room to sign up for colleges. They never told me you could be in a union and make money through a union or obviously the trade thing was there. Cause you could go to um, what was it called? Like the trade school, like half day you go to high school, half middle, day you middle go, box. Yeah. Whatever that stuff was like, yeah, that was there. But then there was that pressure of like, Oh, you got to go to college. And, and back then I was a little pothead stoner kid joke. Right. It, like life was a joke. It didn't matter this and that. So it's like, yeah, I'll go to box. Who cares? You know, smoking weed and stuff. And like, it, it just, it's a shame because like, if there's more, if there's more guidance, like um, someone telling you, like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go to college right when you graduate school, you can vibe out and feel it out. And, and, um, and keep uh, trying to push for your dreams that you have when you're that young, you know, it, it maybe could have saved me, not saved me, but it maybe could have, um, by now I might be a year and a half progressed with my, with my music writing or something, you know what I mean? So just that small time of, of going to college and stuff, I think it was just a waste. So I'd tell myself to uh, not listen to what other people are trying to make you do and just keep doing you and figure it out on your own. I think that's the best way. Sean Valley, everyone. You can find him on Instagram, TikTok, yeah. anywhere Sean Valley, except mm -hmm. for Twitter, Sean Valley mm -hmm. Music, because mm -hmm. some little runt took his name. Um, yeah, I won't give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, any last thing you want to say before we end this? Um, I hope that anyone who listened through enjoyed this. Uh, Mike, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. I would definitely – I'm going to actually – um, have Chris reach out to you because I think this is a really cool thing. And I think, I think more people, sh it's really amazing what you're doing. I think more people um, should take this opportunity that you're handing out and um, you know, people might uh, learn something about themselves or learn something about just this in general. And just, it's a good thing for sure. I think it's positive. So you're doing good, man. And I, I, I respect that. I appreciate you saying that. So, something I do want to say, again, we are in the very, very, very early stages of this. Um, I may not be getting views. I may not be getting 10 views on these podcasts. I may not be getting 100. But when I start hitting the thousands, and I don't want to say numbers matter, but when the numbers start going up, and when the people say, yo, I saw Sean's podcast, the third or fourth one, whatever yeah. it may have been, Oh man, I'm sure. I'm, I can't wait for this to come on YouTube, bro. <laughs> I'm going to definitely something. push the links for sure. Guys, if you are listening to the audio version, if you're still listening to the audio version, thank you very much. Please give this a five-star rating. Uh, rate it to your friends. Um, tell your friends about it. You know, if you're watching it on YouTube, please give it a big thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Also subscribe to me on uh Everything, I don't know. Just go check it out at Mike Sparando. Just Google me. I'll pop up. But right. <laughs> this was sporadic Sean Valley.